ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Some of the best elk hunters in the world. Across the canyon, pop up the other side, and the wind is right at my back and blows right into it. I cut him off and say, I'm the best one, not you. I love it, man. I feel like I'm super blessed to call myself an elk hunter. To beat them at their game, to get them within that bow range, convincing them that I'm one of them. you got to close that distance really quick on him. And if he's going to engage that much, that's a dead bull. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast. Sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion. Pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. These are fast and furious, they're fun, you get to sign the mountain table. So it'll be cool how it just kicks off and it's already getting there. So this table's going to be raffled off when we fill it up and then donate it to, uh, oh, to really? a charity of, of some sort. Because it's totally decided. Yeah. It, from, well, when was this used? Blood Origins. So it was but that's not this from a previous event. Yeah, that okay. was uh, the last, well, not last, but the last show, so 2021. I just got off the phone to see if he was here, and he's like, He's not here no, yet. No, I can't do that. No, he, his guys are here. He's like, my wife would be so mad at me if I went to that. Because he's been gone, too. He, he was at Oh, so Robbie's not coming. Robbie is not coming. I bet you he shows up. No. I, talk, I just talked to him. I bet you He's going to have his guys here. I know that. Oh, we'll see. If he does show up, that'd be cool. So you had... Uh, Last time we talked, Hal was really, I think it was a, not even a week old, was it a week old? I mean, not I don't, that, I don't think it was a week old. It's not even a, oh, it's not even the date today. The 14th? Is it even a, no, because that's Valentine's No, today's the 10th. It's it's not not even, it, it is not a month old. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, let's hear it, man. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to really rehash, but for people that may not have heard it, and this one will be fast and furious, but... You know, tell them about how a little bit, and then I want to talk about the events that unfolded since the meeting at uh, the Capitol there in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. So, Howl for Wildlife is a... I'm working on this, by the way. I'm like, what is it? You know what I mean? But it's a website. It's an action portal that is 100% dedicated to 
you, the hunter or angler, to be able to go to that website, quickly see generally anti-hunting issues that are going around in the United States, in any state, and it gives you a way to take action that takes three minutes, three minutes, takes three seconds to do so, to add your name and your email address. Um, there's pre-drafted emails, and it's a variety of emails, so it doesn't look like a, like a form letter. And you can add to it, or you can completely edit it. And it doesn't come from us, it comes from you. We just set up the email process that goes to these decision makers and the sponsors of the bill, which can be lengthy, it can be so far, the most we've had in the last almost month has been, you know, 22 different decision makers. So all that's already set up. So we have to think about all that. You go in, you add your, your name, you basically push a button, and you send out multiple emails with different content to all of those people, which is powerful because it's so easy to do. We have, I didn't check it today, but I know it's over 150,000 separate actions have been taken last month because of the I mean it's start and it's for me it, it's almost so simple that you wonder why it hasn't been around for a decade or more, right? I mean it's that easy. Um, and then you don't and, and you we talk about putting your email in and people are like, oh I don't want to be on another mailing list or I want to sign up for that beginning. You don't have to do that, right? When you put your email address in there it's with your name, so it's being sent from your email address, um, and then you hit those decision makers, or you can sign up, uh, and you know, got the rewards points. So it's going on now. Right? Yeah. So there's emails, there's calls, there's uh, Zoom meetings. If you really want to take it to the next level to get involved at commission meetings, but there's a number of different actions on the website, and there's a lot more to come. But if you sign up, every one of those actions has a point value assigned to it, so you get points in your account. Those points enter you into um, basically free drawings to win a bunch of cool stuff. We also have, every time you take an action, you get a confirmation email. In that confirmation email, just for taking one action, you get the list of participating partners that are offering discount codes to their generally their online shops. So, so you get that immediately. Let's talk about that. How many participating partners in the last call it two weeks? Because you had you had your kickoff, then you yeah. had a series of podcasts, and then it just seems like the trajectory went from this nice gradual climb to staggering ninety degrees, man, straight to the moon. I think we have well ten that have gone live so far. Four <laughs> were contests that we just finished the other day. And these contests were one from the Western Bear Foundation. These guys were so stoked to win that. It's a two lifetime memberships to the Western Bear Foundation, which I think is like a thousand bucks or something like that. Um, they got a, uh, a Stone Glacier solo pack with that. Western Bear Foundation jacket and a hat, so it's, it's stuff like that. Um, and they didn't have to sign up for that or anything. They just met the criteria for, they got a certain amount of points within a certain amount of time. Boom, their name was entered to that. And, you know, we, we drew, I don't know, whatever it was, number 419 and 87. So we looked, all right, who's those guys? And those two guys won. Uh, and a, and a, a number of other rewards. And uh, so I think we have 10. That, we, that are either active or we've gone through, and then a bunch more that 
get, actually get back home someday, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll make that we'll make that live. Uh, so, okay, yeah. so let's go there, right? So we talked. Uh, I don't know. We were just shooting the mess, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna head out to Colorado to do the Capitol event on uh, Thursday." It was a week ago. Yeah, and uh, you've been gone ever since. Yeah. So Thursday, I flew out nice and early. I arrived in Denver. It's like negative nine degrees outside, and starting at 12 was a gathering of sportsmen in front of the Denver Capitol to kind of to show support for science-based wildlife management and to oppose the bill um, that was sponsored originally by, by two senators and I think two other reps to essentially ban the hunting of mountain lion and bobcat. And that was one of the, the first actions that we, when we launched, it was Arizona and then Colorado, I think came out the next day. And there was a huge, huge national push from basically every organization you can think of. They were to, to some extent involved. And we got involved on the email campaign. I don't know how many emails were set for just that one, but it, it was over 50,000 for sure, just off the top of my head. And we also had a call campaign on that, um, which the the offices that were answering the phones, they ended up answering the phones with, are you calling to oppose the bill? Because they were, they were getting that so much. So anyways, we had the gathering there, and it was the gathering before the committee hearing on this bill. So there was, I, don't, I think hundreds of people there. The overflow room was, was filled up and they had to open up another room. And that meeting went on, I would say for five hours at least. I had to leave to catch a flight. I didn't think it was gonna go that long, but there were so many people there and they were letting everybody speak after the expert witnesses and panel and everything spoke. Um, but they, they shot that down four to one and um, while I was there, two of the senators brought up not just the amount of emails and, and not just that they'd never seen the hunting community, the sportsman community be such a voice before, but she brought up that for her to consider how she was going to vote on this bill, the content of those emails was very important because it was, it was, you know, personal content from, from hunters and ranchers, and it was also explaining what science-based wildlife management is, what the North American model for wildlife conservation was, and I'm not sure how familiar she was, that particular senator was with that, but she became very familiar with it, and that impacted her decision, which was, which was powerful. And, that, and that's always a, a thing that strikes me, right? We are, we're the antidote to the misinformation and the lack of information on the other side, right? A lot of those people don't know. So they're being approached by the other boards on the oppositional side, right? And they're presented with something and maybe they're not looking for the other side, right? Now, shame on them for that. But the fact that she's, you know, telling her, hey, I've never seen this. I mean, that's a problem with us. But now it's like, okay, there's there's this thing there um, that's bringing that together. That's, that's amazing. 
Christians. We we um, we aim to get everybody to see that, and and, and also to really get hunters educated. And me too. I mean, listen, I have no background. I'm just a hunter. Okay, I get inspired, I'm passionate about things for sure. But if you were to ask me. If you ask me today why I, I still hunt for this because that's what I like to do. It's the adventure, it's the hobby. I love the meat, of course, but I love the entire challenge of the whole thing. That's why I hunt. I, I mean, but I'm not going to tell a committee member that. That's fine, I can, but there's way more to it. So, what we're trying to accomplish is the, the role that we might not even be aware of that hunting plays. The reason why. We are able to see the amount, the numbers of animals that we see today that you might not have been able to see a hundred years ago. So, what happened behind the scenes to set that up so things weren't used? So, take of animals wasn't used, right? So, and everybody, I think, sort of knows that loosely. Some people know a lot more of that, but our goal with Powerful Wildlife is to gather all of the information and gather all the resources of all these people who know this information, biologists and organizations, and last night was a great example on this call, but it's to just bring this all together and use this information the most in the most efficient way that we can. So to bring up last night, let's say there's 30 amazing studies on why bear management is needed and what happens when bears are managed and what happens if bears are managed and the results of such. Let's say there's 30 of those studies out there. My question is, well, where are they? I know of a few. This guy over here knows of a few, and this biologist over here is like, oh no, we use a Google um, Scholar and we can we can access all that. Like, okay, can we, com can we compile all of this? So then, when we go to a committee meeting, we can have 30 hunters each saying something different and using content from from science-based data, right? And then we come with that. You know what I mean? And then when, when Houston stands up, they did this in Colorado, they started bringing up California science and studies on mountain lions. I'm like, hold on a second. There's nobody here to defend that. They're talking to Colorado Department of Wildlife. And what they're saying is it's very cherry-picked. He said something that mountain lions were, were there's parts in California where they're in danger. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? And so, so anyway, if we are armed with that information and the more of us that are, the more of us that kind of lead from the front, we're going to be way stronger and, and, and be able to come at whoever we need to come at with politely. But with the correct data in a in a really um, a really not just a persuasive argument, um, but a factual argument. But and that's empowering for us too, right? Because just as you said, we we tend to lack the why and the explanation, right? But if we get that information, if we're able to get that information in solid, you know what I mean? It, it makes it easier for us to explain the you know. The reason beyond our I love to do it, it's a great hobby. You know, and that's it's it's a weak argument, right? Because that's what we think is the shut up. Well, I feel the freezer, I feed my family. And that's been what it is for so many years, and I think that's why we've got our butts kicked around. You know? Oh man. And I'll be the first to say it's it's sad that we can't just say we we fill our freezer and feed our family. 
but that reality that's not the reality it's just not we we have to be activists and the cool thing is 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 when people are getting involved um, one thing I've noticed is they're also getting emotionally involved in the process so then they're like wow this works and what I said and what I said works and then now they're leader. Which, which I guess could take us into the why I left Colorado and, <laughs> and, and went to the, the next event. Um, the next event was uh, was in South Carolina called Whiskey Strong, and that was sponsored and hosted um, by uh, Bert Soren. He owns uh, Sorenex Outdoors and uh, Sorenex Exercise Equipment. He's huge in the, in the strength training um, industry, I guess. And the people who were there were just stud entrepreneurs that are definitely leaders from the front, um, special forces guys, um, you know, owners of big companies in the outdoor industry, MMA fighters, um, there's WWE wrestling, I mean, I'm just meeting people and I don't, I'm like, I recognize a face or whatever, so for I had the privilege of being in, but I was, actually it was because of Andy Holton, who we just talked to, the flip-flop guy. Uh, he got me involved with that, and it was unreal to be around those people and, and do like, team-building events with those people who shoot guns and shoot arrows and throw javelins and, and learn survival skills and eat food and, and network with them. Um, like some guys that I've been following for a long time that I really respect, and they're just... There's few people like them in the United States. And uh, so then I was thrown into that, and here I am. I just launched Hops for Wildlife, and I'm talking to all these people who are they're having curious and candid conversations with me, not just like, oh, yeah, that's cool, and then walk the other way. They're like, oh, yeah, that is needed. How can I help you? And that's the next thing that's kind of coming with how I haven't been home yet. But I have a very big backing of people who, who want to uh, who want to get involved with this, and and that will help them with what they're doing to kind of you know cross strength training and get that more into the hunting industry and vice versa. Um, there's a lot of um, yeah, spec ops guys there who have their own businesses, but they're really interested in hunting. They've never hunted a day in their life, but they want to do that. I mean, we're, we're seeing that more, obviously. So, just the, having guys like that ask me questions about hunting and my, you know, expertise or whatever. <laughs> Yo, you know, you're asking me this stuff. You know, <laughs> um, it was just one of the most empowering. Um, Dare I say, you know, I have to prove it, but dare I say, life-changing weekends of my life. And um, and then I decided, I decided to surprise my mom because she has to be driving down to Florida. So I was like, hey, brother, uh, brother, one of my brothers is in Florida. I'll fly down there and surprise mom. So I got hanging out with family, and then now I'm, now I'm here. I'll be back home tomorrow. You, you brought something up there that struck me, right? So as you're at the Winter Strong, and, and how how has an opportunity to do something that we're not we're not seeing 
and that's introducing folks that are just coming into hunting into the conservation aspect of it, or the preservation aspect of what we love to do, right? Um, there's an opportunity there to really get them rolling in on that, and I think that's a lot of where we have failed. Uh, you know, a month passed when you start this. <laughs> we were failing in that respect, right? We bring people in and we tell them how good it is and how the meat is and how to stalk and how to shoot a bow and how to build an arrow and, you know, how to lay in a rifle. We weren't talking about the, what's truly important, right, and the, the preservation and then the passion that goes into this and what we love. Um, so there's an opportunity there, man, to get those people in right, right on the ground level. You know, it crosses, it crosses every, every sub demographic that we have. Definitely, definitely an opportunity. And I, you know, I, I think the opportunities just they, they come if you're if you're open to them. You know, learn to say yes a little more and it's it's amazing you know don't just go for it a little more and it's amazing what i think you can accomplish and maybe the biggest thing i've i've learned is surrounding yourself with people who are better than you and more driven than you and that just gives you something and if they see it and you you are driven they're gonna they're gonna carry you through it you know as well they're gonna help you through that and support it and you'll have people i mean I, this is so personal to me like you know i do a lot of stuff most every day on my own and i don't even talk to anybody about what i'm doing at all i just like just keep it to myself and i just uh, i don't know if that's because of a confidence thing or just i don't know what it is but um, that's that's I guess you know if we're talking about that it's, it's surround yourself with better people not that you're around worse people surround yourself with people who are doing more than you and you can really have accomplished a lot um, Bert at Winterfest talked about thin air and deep waters and the you know, higher and higher you go the air gets thinner people who are up there there isn't many people up there you get around those people you're gonna learn something. And then deep waters is like engaging. Get into the deep waters and engage in these conversations and engage in, in what your mission is. And if you think you've worked hard enough on something, you probably work a little bit harder. And here's this guy as an example. You know, and, and how hard he is worked. A ton of companies got their start there um, and, and their main motivation and um, Montana Knife Company, I mean, you name it. Like These guys went there for the first year, and I think all of the, probably the top four knife forgers were there, and it was just like people recognizing skills, and they're like, dude, you can quit your day job and have a successful company, and you know, if you need the sort of confidence boost to do that, well, I'll be out with that, but this is what we did. Black Rifle Coffee, coffee Company. Oh, dude, they just went public. They just went public, and they were there, you know, talking about what, uh, about going public, which just happened yesterday. And, you know, you saw where they started and what they built. Uh, so it's really, it's, it's amazing to be around people like that, for sure. Yeah. Well, especially, you know what I mean, not expecting it to be smacked within a month. 
and for me, and for me, it's like what a boost. But also to be around, it's it's really no, it's really no different to me. I think where the guts of everything is 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 us. It's me talking to you and you talking to you know what I mean. Like that's the base. And that's what I'm trying to. Uh, that's what I'm trying to motivate, and engage is the millions and millions of people. Out. Let's give them something easy to do, and then let's see where they take it. Once they see some wins, like we've already seen that. Once they see some wins, they're like, "Oh, whoa, this works!" And now more organizations are wanting to to be involved, which is, you know, what I really wanted. I don't want to be a competition with anybody. I don't think we are because we have something unique that they don't have. So I want them to use it to better their purpose as well. But the goal is everybody to just stop going this way all the time. Especially in this room, right? Yeah. If you wanna if you wanna walk those divide lines and you know uh, you know go perpendicular to everything, do it with your camo, with your packs, with your aero brands or whatever. Don't do it when it comes to protecting what we all love, right? The yeah. one the one solid common thread that we have, right? Yeah. Is just getting outdoors, chasing critters, having a good time. And it's it's been your man. Um, I don't have much more to say, man. I just wanted to download, man, and hear it. I'm happy to finally shake hands. We've talked a couple times uh, before, and then, you know, more recently with how it launched. I got the QR code, so I'm going to walk around and introduce people to the QR code and have them scan that and just get folks to learn a little bit more than everybody I sit down with. You know, I'll talk about how and see uh, if you can get some of these bigger boys to uh, give some support. Nope. They'll uh, they'll figure it out. They re- they really will. I mean, it's you know, a lot of that's on me and everybody else. But it's a brand new company. I get it, and um, it takes a, a little bit of explaining. It's so simple that it takes a little bit of explaining. But a lot of people also don't understand the legislative process. They don't understand that you know it's not just about contacting your legislator. It's more than that. But this is set up. You can cross state lines and make it easier. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate it.